Hello guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Chatting with me, DJ Will W. Hello guys and welcome back to a brand new episode with me, DJ Will W. And we've got a special guest today guys, his name is Ross. Ross Bentley, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good thanks, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Rainy weather and all that, not you know. Oh my god, it's been storming. It's actually crazy outside right now. Like it's it's actually pouring it down. Yeah, it's all right. It's yeah. it's okay. I was hoping I was hoping for some like you know African esque thunderstorms, but it's oh yeah. It's been a bit weird though, because like it was earlier, it was literally like thunderstorming here. It was like thunder and lightning and stuff, so it was a bit weird. But yeah, yeah so where about are you for lockdown? Actually? So I'm actually in Essex, so. Probably about four oh, okay. five minutes away from you. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah cause I'm down down in Bromley. Oh yeah, oh you're in Bromley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've been down. In, I've been in South London. So it's just just across the the Dartford Dartford Bridge, the Dartford Tunnel. Across it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Um. So it's not too bad. We're both we're both we're both London lads. Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm. We've moved away from Cambridge. Are you still at that job? By the way. No. Oh, right, neither, neither. But yeah. you know. What we're here to do, talk to you about today is your voice acting and your acting career, your starting oh, okay. career, and just That's you good. in general, really, because, you know, okay. it's just fun, isn't it? So, oh, fair enough. Yeah. So tell the audience about yourself and, you know, what we expect to see from you in the future. Okay. Um, hello, audience. How are you? Um, <laughs> you already know my name. I'm Ross Bentley. I'm... A, I'm an actor and a voice actor. I trained in the performing arts um, over in South Africa. I'm a bit of a of a of a mongrel, an international breed. Um, I've was born in the states, lived in South Africa, lived in the UK, uh, been around, and ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be an actor, and more recently, specifically, a voice actor. Um, so expect to see all things voice acting oh yeah maybe you should do some accents for us that'd be pretty cool <laughs> oh god yeah so yeah that is that is something i do focus on it's actually ever since i was a kid i have been able to do pretty much mimic any kind of accent people have asked within within reason you know yeah. i'm not i'm not going to be doing anything that's in insensitive to anyone's you oh, know, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. beliefs cultures whatever yeah but you know i've you know if you know i was growing up in in multiple countries and multiple regions has has given me the unique ability to view different accents mm. and mimic them if that makes sense um so is it what sort can yes. you do you do irish accent let's just hear this irish accent i can right, right so um ooh, okay irish irish is it's kind of it's whenever i do do an accent i tend to listen to what a broader sounding accent would sound like yeah and um it, generally republic of ireland they, they 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 it's they have lovely accents it's really nice breathy sing song you can do it you know i could talk like this all day you know it's really nice as soon as you get into specific regions of so you know like even in dublin dublin you have northern dublin accent southern yeah. dublin accent let alone all of the other provinces of of ireland that's when for me if a role needs me to be like okay ross your irish character is specifically from Kerry or specifically from cork or somewhere yeah. you know that has a very set accent hmm. i'll start with the base foundation of my uh, my irish accent <laughs> and then i'll listen to to you know i'll have you know i actually have some some mates of mine here in cork and i'll ask them you know okay how can i change this to sound like someone who's from cork They'll be like, okay, well, you got to do this, and you got to do this, and you got to do that. And I'll be like, oh, right, okay, I'll take it then. Um, so all of my accents, I, I tend to think of them as like nice foundations oh, um, that yeah. then can be expanded on. But also, to be honest, with an international community, it sounds horrible. But I know this from living in South Africa. Yeah, the international community and this and the voice acting world do not know the difference. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy how you could just like. <laughs> do that have you ever like wondered like how to like if you're going to the shop or something or if you're going like somewhere like to a pub or a bar and you just yeah. like put on all these different accents i've i've done it i've done it in restaurants i've freaking out i freaked out um i used to do this with my family we used to go to a restaurant in johannesburg 
mm. and the the waitress or the waiter would come and take our orders and I'd speak normally and then they come back and I'd be like in a hard southern drawl. So like, excuse me, I you know, I really need to change up what I you know, thank you so much for your time. And they'd be they'd look at they'd do a double take, they'd be like, Hold on, wait a minute. And then when they come back, maybe, you know, I'd, you know, pop into a little bit more of a uh, received pronunciation British and, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. Jolly good show <laughs> on your way now. <laughs> and it just, it's, it's just trolling. This is really fun. It's, it's like being a kid. You can, you can just, just mess around with it and then just mess around. Yeah. Um, yeah. The look on people's faces. I bet you're just like, what? Do you think like, obviously you have these abilities to change your accent. Do you think yeah. that, you know, did you train for these did you, or did it just kind of roll off the yes. tongue? No, it's not that I, well, I think I've always had a fascination with sound in general, yeah. noise. Yeah. Um, and what I used to do as a kid is I'd watch movies. So like my favorite movies or my favorite TV and I'd see if an actor and actress had a specific accent mm. and it was a conscious decision on my part from when I was younger to try and imitate those people that I looked up to in movies, right? Yeah. So I'd listen, I'd listen to, you know, how Gimli talks in The Lord of the Rings. And I'd be like, he, he pronounces that, what? He, he pronounces that vowel. That vowel is so different. It's so, you know, and so then I'd, I'd then just speak over. It's really annoying for people that I'm around because they just hear me making sound effects and noises and thinking about <laughs> pronunciation all the time. And, you know, but that's literally what I do. Every time I hear something that is said in an odd way, you know, yeah. Um, then, then I'll, I'll be like, wait, why, why, A, why, and B, that's cool. Okay, so now I just take that little mental note and then it becomes habitual. Eventually it becomes subconscious. It becomes a, a habitual thing that it, you then can just slip in and out of. You know, like, um, I'll give a good example. A big one in, in the UK is uh, you've got the city of, of Bath in yeah. the east, the west, the west side of, of the UK. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and some people, some people say Bath. Other people say Bath. Bath. I say Bath. Bath. Yeah, you're Bath, right? Because yeah. you have a, a heritage of being further north, right? Yeah, Correct? exactly. Exactly. So you say Bath, yeah. right? That A becomes an ah. Um, whereas, you know, if you're, you know, a bit more vertical in Bath. Oh, Bath. Wow. Um, Americans would say bath, right? Yeah. Still also widening that A, but it's a lot more nasal. And so suddenly the placement becomes different from bath of the north to bath. Bath. It's, yeah. See, it's it's similar. Bath and bath are very similar, but it the way that it interacts with the consonants is different. I'm nerding out right now on pronunciation. Oh, no, I love this. This is good. Yeah. Keep keep it it's coming. Good. Yeah, it's 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 little nuances like that that I found really interesting as a kid, and so I'd I try and work it out. It doesn't always go right, and sometimes I'm like, "Ooh, no, I slipped out of that," and we'll try it again. But that is the beauty of voice acting. We can just record something. If you don't like it, you, you do another take. Yeah, exactly. I think that's I think that's in general in audio. So like in music, you can you know you've worked in a studio, you've been in a studio before, you know yeah. how it. You do your retakes, you know, especially yeah. post production as well. So. It's just a common thing, you know. If you're on the stage and you're doing all these um, voice voice acting and uh, you know whatnot, different accents, then yeah. you, if something cuts out in the audio, you can just come straight back in the studio and re-record it. So that's the beauty yeah, of audio exactly. at the end of the day. Mm, it is. Um, it it makes me respect the people in theatre though who can keep up a an accent for a very long period of time. Um, in fact, even people in the recording studio who can do that, you know, it's something I've been training to do is to do audiobooks recently um, and record a drama reel. And basically, it's like, okay, if you want to be able to do audiobooks, you have to be able to keep up a voice, not just an accent, but like a different characterized voice for to, like, 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 like roughly around 20 minutes. If you can keep it up for 20 minutes, then you're good for an audiobook recording. Um, and so that's something that I've been training and, and been, you know, like essentially once you get it down, it's then the consistency that, that makes it really good. So that's a good, you know, that's, that's a great answer. I think, you know, like mm. you've got, if you're going to plan to do audiobooks, you know, that I think, because your voice is so, not husky, but sounds so soothing. Husky. I've always said, I've always said mm. this to you, right, about your voice. It sounds very soothing. Like I could listen to yes. you all, all day, like. 
That seems that seems to be a consensus of people. I really don't like tooting my own horn. I really don't mean like, oh yes, I have a I have a husky voice. Um, Look, like I've always like thought I could literally if you had an yeah. audiobook, I would listen to it. Like it's just one of those things. Yeah, and you've yeah. got a, such and, a unique and, voice compared to many other people. Yeah. And and that's so. that's essentially why I chose my career path is because I. Mm, I don't believe in chasing for your dreams. This is going to sound bad. Um, okay. Uh, my philosophy, because everyone goes, oh, reach for the stars, chase your dreams, become whatever you want to be. There's nothing. And I said, okay, um, a lot of people's dreams, especially um, in the environment that I grew up the most in, which is a conservative environment of Johannesburg, South Africa, a lot of people's dreams is to become a doctor or to become a lawyer or to become, you know, something like that where they can have uh, a good salary, they can own, have a good life. Issue with that is that not everyone's cut out to do those things, yeah. right? So long story short, my philosophy is play to your strengths. Exactly. Have a good amount of self-realization and, and, and have a think about what you're good at, Right. And also console the people around you. What are you good at? Um, and then play to your strengths because you will find success if you play to your strengths. That is true. So what is your advice, right? So we've got, yeah. we had a question the other day about yeah. how would I go into, you know, how do I get into acting or how do I even set my, yeah. put my foot through the door? Do I need to go acting yeah. school? Do I need to go, you yeah. know, like what would you recommend to the listeners that want to go into acting and want to go into the industry? Okay. Um, a couple of things. The main one is focus on yourself and don't focus on the material things. A lot of actors get caught up on how do I get an agent? How do I get into the industry? How do I do this? How do I do that? You should rather focus on how can I be good at acting how can i get better at acting and once you do that it pretty much solves the other issue you want an agent and if you're good at acting and you have something that's unique about you you'll have an agent right yeah if you want to get into the injury and get a foot in the door um if you focus on your abilities as an actor um you will get yourself through that door if that makes sense so focus on your own abilities as opposed to the material stuff and also, look at others' success and be like, wow, that's really cool. I really aspire to these people. But understand that you as an individual have a very unique set of skills and a very unique strengths that are unique to you. And you need to capitalize on them like yeah. major time. So a prime example, I'll use myself for this. I when I was studying the performing arts, it's quite a wide range of things that we did. We did musical theater, we did uh, acting for camera, acting for stage, we did dance, we did music production, I did uh, music writing for a while. I was into music. I really, I still am really into music. Um, and I sat there and I had to think after I finished, after I, I graduated, and I was like, okay, I want to be on in front of the uh, in front of the camera i want to be the performer in this mm. situation yeah that's definitely the case but i still have a love for all of the behind the scenes i have a love for recording i love being in studio i really like i i absolutely geek out about tech and like audio equipment and all that kind of stuff and people say that they really enjoy my voice and they really like my voice and that i have a talent there yeah and so you start to see that there's a middle ground. There's something there, specifically for me, that ticks all of those boxes. And for me, that's voice acting. And the more I thought about that, the more it made sense. And I was like, actually, that is something I've always loved. I've always admired. Yeah. I never thought about doing because I was like, you know, it's a very niche uh, market and maybe I'm not right for it. You know, that kind of self-doubt imposter syndrome. But if everyone says, like you, oh, Ross, I could listen to your voice all day. I'd listen to audiobooks from you. You could do all that kind of stuff. And that's the, that's the consensus from everyone. I'm like, okay, cool. Chips in. This is what I'll do. Yeah. 
especially if you're on about voice acting yeah. you could go into maybe like animation like mm-hmm. like, like like films or movies into yes. like big you know films you could like mm-hmm. set yourself apart from everyone else like you yeah. know you love the behind the scenes you love like your well everyone like I, th- I like i said i'm gonna say again your voice is very good and i'm not trying to pipe you toot your own horn or anything <laughs> but you know how it is um but what i will say is is that i what i've know what i've noticed about you have very mm. good uh posture in terms of um how you carry yourself so i always thought my posture was bad i got i got no, gamer no, back a, dude i've, I've no, got no, no, yeah. i didn't mean physically <laughs> i didn't mean physically <laughs> you know exactly what i meant <laughs> yes i do i do no i, I mean how you carry yourself as a person so how how you are with how you treat other people and how mm. how you're perceived upon like because mm. when i first met you i thought damn this guy has got so much to him do you know what i mean like there's so much it's like a box a small box but then you yeah. reach your hand in and it's a bigger box inside it's just yeah. like there's so much more goo inside of the box if you know what i mean <laughs> so much more goo do there, you know what i mean <laughs> there's so much more goo inside of me Ooh. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, that sounds so weird <laughs> no no i understand um no. i you know how simple it is to be like that well i like 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 um i can 100 percent. not okay there is no such thing as 100 percent. i the, i can with a fair amount of certainty say the reason for that is yeah. honesty is is honesty like you just got to be honest all the time no you know? no okay so so if we really with want yourself, to, if, if, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, you know, yes, that's that's not, exactly not like, 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 like. Obviously, there are things we've we've all lied since we were children. I understand yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I I realized when I was finishing school and when I was finishing just before I went to go study the performing arts, I realized it's like I I need to be honest with myself. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of people, there, there always those people in your life who are telling you that you, it, things need to be done in a certain way. Right. It needs to be yeah. done X, Y, Z. This is the path you need to take. Um, and I've seen that quite a bit in the UK as well. I think it's really indented into the culture. You know, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this, got to do that, and that's how everyone else does it. Cool. Um, Don't always follow the crowd though, because you know. Yeah, and it sounds really cliche to be like, take the path less yeah. stepped on yeah. or less less taken or whatever but and it's not necessarily about that it's it's more about looking at yourself right a lot of people are like oh that sounds that sounds a bit sounds a bit vain ross you think about yourself Mm, a lot it's like well you have to if you if you really want to be happy yeah not necessarily successful but if you want to be happy and and to be honest with people and and to seem genuine to people and to be genuine with people you have to be you have to look at yourself, right? Yeah. Have have those those. Uh, I spend a lot of time. Um, what's what I'm looking for? Thinking. Um, yeah, like like not necessarily thinking, but but um, I spend a lot of time in self reflection. Ah, yes, That's a good yeah, one, right. Yeah, great. One. I I look at actions that I have done or what I want to achieve, and I be honest with myself on whether that's reasonable or not. If that makes yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I think self reflection is really something that people don't focus on there are some negatives to it i definitely overthink situations and i definitely overperceive situations and it you know i sometimes think too much and don't put onto paper um it's what doubting I'm yourself too much yes like Self-doubt. i have i have so many creative ideas that that i could i have in my head that i've thought about that i've written down but i haven't put into fruition mm. right um but i do think that self what did i say self-reflection self-reflection yeah I really think self-reflection is important for you to be honest and to be like, actually, you know what? Um, I'm tired of, of telling people that I'm okay with situations. Yeah. I'm tired of people of, of telling people that, hey, this is fine. I'm, I'm okay where I am right now. You're allowed to not be okay with what you're doing with your life and change it. Mm. You're allowed to not be happy and then recognize it, not run from it or hide from it recognize it and then, and then make the necessary steps to change it 100%. and you might never change it yeah. but at least then you're being honest with yourself at least you've tried at the end of the day at least you've got yes. up 
off your bum and then and tried. Yeah, I got a lot deeper than I was expecting. Do you know what? Like, yes. I've got <laughs> that's just le- my philosophy. Just a connection, uh, a question that connects that. I yeah. think. So, yeah. what would you? So, what what is your opinion on mental health within, you know, the industry and within, you know, you you're in South Africa, you're in America, you're in England. What 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 is mm. the common? What what has been your thought process and how you were feeling, if you don't mind, um, through from obviously staying in South Africa, you know, mm. for the eight years and then or nine years or whatever, uh, 14. fourteen, sorry, my bad, got brain like a sieve, and then um, moving to England, you know, obviously yeah. different, different culture, as yeah. well as still staying positive in in acting. How how have you transferred that? mentality on how how has it been you know is it the same yeah. in south africa or is it different or is it different in the like, uh, you know, comparing to different countries what, is is what the same in south so africa my your, mentality your, or your, other people's your, your mentality ment- your mentality in terms of you know acting and and your mental state you know oh I see so how you are feeling um, now you're in england doing acting and yeah. comparing yeah. how you were doing acting in south africa to, yeah. you know what i mean Yes, I'm going to give a stab at it and then uh, follow up with another question if I didn't touch on yeah. a point you were hoping yeah, that's for. Yes, right. Um, I think in in South Africa, it's in a, well, it's an incredibly small acting community uh, in comparison to the rest of the world. The world hasn't really touched on South Africa. There are other smaller places that are getting bigger. If you look at Australia's actors, they're getting big. Quite a few uh, Hollywood actors come from Australia. You know, Hugh Jackman, yeah. the the Thor. What's, Chris Hemsworth. what's Thor's name? Chris Liam, Hemsworth, the Hemsworth Liam brothers. Liam Hemsworth, all, yeah. Yeah, all the Hemsworth brothers. They're all from Australia. Uh, same thing with New Zealand. The New Zealand film scene is really increasing. I think that's mainly due to uh, Peter Jackson's work. Yeah. And also, you know, writers like Taika Waititi and, and uh, Jermaine Clement and all those dudes. Um, they're putting New Zealand on the map. South Africa is still a bit behind. Um, you do have some productions that go down to Cape Town, but um, it was smaller. And I knew everyone in that industry. I'd go to auditions and you'd see the same people. I mean, I'm not talking about like, it's not just 10 people that are just trying to be actors. No, and be like, no. All right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely a couple thousand, you know, in the thousands, hundreds of thousands. Just same faces, uh, you know. Millions. But but within a community, you definitely you definitely get to know each other. So a, a smaller pond, let's put it this way. Yeah, smaller Smaller fish in a smaller pond is—it's easier to build your way up. Yeah. Um, if you have, if you have what they're looking for. Um, but it got to the point where I started to plateau in uh, that industry, right? Yeah. And and when I was in Joburg, I was miserable um, because I mean I had my family there, I had my friends there, but ultimately the the career choice that I wanted to do wasn't coming in wasn't coming into fruition. Because um, every time I go to an audition, they'd say, "Oh, Ross, you have uh, you have too much of an international look. You you don't look South African, and we want to cast South Africans in this. We need someone who's authentically South African. Yeah. Um, or you know, you don't. Yeah, th- your voice doesn't sound very South African. I was like, oh well, I can put on a South African accent. I can really milk it. You know, yeah. I could. Yeah." If you want me off the guns, I can go off the guns. And uh, <laughs> if you want me like a Joburg but I'll be okay. I'll, it's all right. Okay. Um, but ultimately, you know, a lot of times they're looking for people who fit the part, and I didn't fit the part. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, so do you think that was a blur for you, like your vision? Um, like in terms of obviously you got rejected so much and obviously – you got when you was in South Africa. Well, I think reje- rejection's part of it, right? Rejection's part of the any actor's experience. Um, I again, I suppose it fits into fitting into a niche and finding what niche you fit into. I moved to the UK as well because I felt like I didn't have the room to expand in South Africa. Nothing against South Africa. I just personally, for me, um, and because I've previously lived in the UK and because like 90% of my family are from the UK. Um, so my entire dad's side of the family and most of my mom, mom's side of the family. Um, in fact, the only reason they're in South Africa is because they were refugees during World War II. 
So most of my cultural background or cultural understanding is of a British or UK yeah. culture. Yeah, if that 100%. makes sense. So it wasn't a it wasn't an un it wasn't an unknown feeling. It wasn't a, a an unknown commodity that that transitioning into that culture. Um, so I didn't find that too difficult. What is difficult about the UK is how old fashioned. I it think is it's industry. very traditional, isn't it? It's really you know? old fashioned. It's incredibly traditional. It's like okay, that this is what I mean. This this is what I was touching on when I said you know you have to do things in a specific way, um, because that's how everyone's done it since the beginning of you know the uk since the beginning of time since the beginning of humans right this is how everyone's done it in the uk and for that the course in the uk especially for actors is um you have to go to college in the uk you can't go to college anywhere else right you have to go to uni in the uk otherwise no one will recognize your uh yeah achievements if that makes sense right so you have to go to rada you have to go to lambda you have to go to central you have to go to one of those very prestigious schools, right? Which yeah. is fantastic, um, but incredibly old-fashioned. So agencies won't look at you unless you have something really unique or you have a connection that you can talk to that, that you know, oh, okay, I'm friends with this agent, so she's talking to her boss and they'll give me, a, yeah. they'll give me an audition, yeah? Um, whereas if you go with the colleges, the colleges are like, okay, cool. We have all these connections. Uh, agency, meet so-and-so. And so-and-so, meet agency, right? It, they give you the connections that come with being a college. Um, and so in that sense, it is a very traditional route, um, which I, uh, I don't necessarily agree with. I do think you definitely have to have a gate. You, you definitely have to have a filter for the people who are cut out for the industry or not, because um, it's not for everyone. And everyone who thinks that, Essentially, anyone who's who's becoming an actor or an actress or a performer because yeah. they want to be famous, because they want to be well-known, they're in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, 100%. Right? To be successful is, is a desirable trait, but the, the art of acting and the art of entertainment shouldn't be done for clout. It shouldn't be done for, for you know, I want to be famous one day and I want everyone to know me and I want to live in a mansion in Hollywood. Which I think a lot of people, I think in an age of, of, of uh, influencer celebrities and, and people who are celebrities for seemingly mediocre things, people want that stardom that comes with being an actor. I think that's the problem because of, you know, Instagram, for yeah. example. There's a lot of people on there, a lot of famous yeah. people that just, you know, post their Lamborghini yeah. or post their massive mansion yeah. in L.A. or or post sports cars and all the money that they have, yeah. you know? And I think the, prob the problem with that is that people are still are too tuned into it and still and obsessed with the fact that that's the lifestyle that they want yeah. when necessarily they probably rented that yeah, car. Yeah, it's a, it's a facade. It, At the end of the day, it's, it, it, is, it's, it is a facade. It's fake, you know? It's, it's acting in Instagram on yeah. pictures, you know? It's... it's, it's it's not necessarily, you yeah. know, and if if it is the lifestyle such and such, then good yeah. on them. But I just don't think it is healthy for the, the consumer or us as the user mm -hmm. to be viewing that. And certain other people, like you said, will want that lifestyle just because mm. they the other person's yeah. got it. Oh, and and and, and, and like uh, that's not to be misconstrued with wanting financial success. You know, like like everyone, obviously, I want to be financially. Uh, stable financially oh, financially stable yeah. by being an artist that'd be great i'd love to be paid for the things Imagine. that i do but it's not the primary reason if that makes sense you know no. and it's and, and you're i think sort of I, being yeah fundamentally i i agree with you it's like you know i influence as well influencers who are on instagram or youtube or something like that they also have to make a buck you know i i recognize yeah. and understand that i've tried the whole youtuber route um you know, and it's it's to be honest, social media is a fantastic marketing tool, right? If you are an actor or, or a performer, um, you should be on social media. I post stuff on social media. Will you post stuff yeah. on social media? It's a fantastic way to you know, yeah. let your voice be heard. Um, yeah, but also, I think it's also a good opportunity to be again linking back to honesty, 
to be honest and to and to to show w what you are actually capable of honestly i'm not really going to rock up with a photo of a lamborghini and me recording in this lamborghini as a voice actor because i don't know that was a really weird picture in my head but you know and like, can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah, unless, that's true. Unless it's an actual accurate representation of my character, an actual representation of what I want. That'd be a crazy video. Can you imagine a YouTube video targeted like that? Voice actor records entire video game in his Lamborghini Aventador, whatever. You imagine, know, that would, yeah. <laughs> 10 billion views. I don't know. Um, but ultimately, it's like, I've, it's not me. It's on it. It's I'm, I'm not being I'm not being honest with myself. I don't want to do that for clout. I I want to be like uh yeah. I think the most successful people are you know have the right mindset and the right attitude in terms of being with, real with themselves. Mm. Like yeah, in terms of social media, you, you gotta you gotta be quite clever. You gotta learn how you strategically you know advertise something because the way you like type you know the caption it has to be engaging with the audience yeah. it gives them something yeah. that they might want or need you know so yeah in yeah. terms of being real yourself you're right you got you just gotta just gotta do it you just gotta be yourself at the end of the day you know yes and and create it and uh, what was the original question how does my yeah, mindset so, change ultimately so my mindset, your mindset. <laughs> no, yeah. no 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 um yeah my mindset has an overall uh differed um in terms of positivity in terms of how i yeah. deal with things um i just you just got to keep on going you just got to keep doing what you're doing and eventually someone will notice it and and also something i i just based on numbers yeah yeah um you don't have to be no. the most successful um in order to be to make a living or in order to be financially stable this is something that that create i was watching a i was watching a video on um on content creators um i'm very big yeah. into gaming and so i was watching a video on gaming content creators and people who stream for a living um and i've thought about broadcasting live quite a few times but i i um i'm still kind of planning on on what kind of what would i give to a live streaming platform audience, that makes yeah. sense yeah, yeah to an audience what is that audience coming there for and once i have that sorted out that's maybe something i think I that's what you gotta work out yeah because yeah. I, I literally i'm the same with i've been trying to do like dj live sets and stuff yeah. it's i think it's very difficult to know what the consumer wants you know i think that's that's very you gotta work that out first yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta dip what your you enjoy at, at the end of the day you gotta you got enjoy what you gotta do you know exactly um can't just put a camera on and start talking to the microphone if you don't enjoy yeah. it then you just don't enjoy it you have to have passion you know yeah and also if you don't have the schedule to do it because like yeah. streamers have to be in a home and so like okay quarantine makes it very easy to stream actually because you're oh, going to be at home most days most hours of the day and you know if you can set aside you know uh anywhere from two to six hours for streaming cool do it um you know get your voice out there um mm -hmm. What, what, what was the point so so i was watching this video and they were saying you know okay so you don't have to have millions and millions and millions of views say you have a hundred people right yeah who like you are committed to your content really enjoy your content right and they're willing to spend a hundred bucks yeah over a year yeah towards you so that could be through selling merch that could be through uh buying your your music that could be through watching or subscribing to your channel right so 100 people i don't want to get my math wrong so i'm writing this down um yeah <laughs> 100 people over the course of a year buy 100 of your stuff 100 I'll give you 100 dollars essentially spend 100 dollars on you right yeah um just getting out the calculator wait no that's a thousand <laughs> that's essentially ten thousand pounds ten thousand dollars that you've earned in a year right yeah so so the average okay so the average salary of people who work nine to five that's probably around uh what 30k i don't know i'm still getting used to the pound. well in the uk probably ooh, monday to if you're working a monday to Friday yeah. job mate let's say desk job yeah. you're looking at around 18 to 23 
k a year okay so 18 to 23k a year um and compared to you know so 10k is an amount in terms of like living costs yeah and and like mm. what people on average will earn with a salary but that's only 100 people yeah if you have 200 people that's 20,000 isn't it yeah 300 people, so on, so or maybe it's not. I might be uh, whoever's listening I, to I this. I think my, math, math, my math, math math is rubbish. In the audience, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Please correct us. We are creatives. <laughs> yeah. We don't do maths. Comment down below <laughs> what the answer <laughs> is know, to this it's, equation, because honestly, it's, it's scalable, <laughs> right? And it's not. Yeah. As soon as I, so, as soon as those numbers are put to me, I was like, actually, that's not bad. That's not. You just got to grab the first hundred people and then it turns into 200 yeah. people and then it's it not... turns into 300 people it's a process yes it's a process of getting the audience to listen to your stuff your content your creative content which you know uh, it's what you want to do it's it's that makes you happy because yeah. not many people uh, are doing stuff that wants that they want to do in life yeah. you know like they're probably start at a desk job yeah. that's probably not getting paid a- enough yeah. or they're, they're working in a factory somewhere yeah. or you know it's just I think, you know, it's it's a strange old world mm. in terms of yeah. working. Yeah, and also so. and also like like, um, as, as someone thinks, oh, but a hundred people is a lot. You definitely know a hundred people, personally. You know, there there, oh, yeah. there are over a hundred people in your class at school. You know, at in your year in you know year yeah, year ten or yeah. whatever. You know, there were there were eighty eighty three of us at my school in in Johannesburg, right? You know, they're in the eighties. Yeah. I definitely personally, those are just the people my age. I personally know well over a hundred people, right? Um, so a hundred people who are, who are dedicated in your content, I don't think is a, it's when you, when you, as soon as it was put to me that way, I was like, actually that is, that can be taken for any creative. That was specifically in context to content creators and, and gamers on, on streaming websites. But like that can be scaled to, any kind of creative domain. Yeah. Do you think like I've I've had this problem before. Obviously, you share your music and then it yeah. and none of the people that you actually well hardly any of the people that you actually know actually like like it or view it or whatever share it. Do you think that yeah. is a really hard thing to convert them to go and watch it or go and listen? Um, mm, not necessarily. It depends on whether they have the same views of you as you. Obviously, my grandma is not gonna go and watch my voice acting for a, for a for a video game, you know. Um, but I, I suppose then it's not necessarily trying to convert the people around you specifically if they're not into it, but more uh, what marketing campaigns can you get to attract the right type of person, you know. Um, so you may know more than a hundred people. Yeah, so say you know 300 people. Yeah. yeah. And let's say 50 out of those 300 people like what you do. Hmm. Yeah. Within those 50 people, they definitely have mates that you don't know. And people that share. they know that you yeah. don't know who, who share their views and therefore will enjoy your stuff as well. Um, and, and I think that's definitely scalable, you know. Um, and then if... If someone doesn't like the content that you put out, right? If someone's like not a huge fan of your music, or if someone's not a huge fan of my voice acting, yeah. um, and they prefer someone else's work, that's fine. You can enjoy oh, yeah. their work. True, very true. Um, but it's like, a, well, just my mindset to that. Whenever someone says, "Oh well, I don't listen to that. I don't watch your videos, Ross. I don't, I don't, I don't follow your content, no. um, or I don't follow, you know, what you do." Oh, well, that's a pity. Oh yeah. I feel sorry. I feel I feel bad for you. Yeah. You're missing out. <laughs> missing out on some good content. You're missing out, but you know what? It's okay. I I respect your I respect your your your, your decision at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. You're right. Um that's kind of my sense. It's it's like it's, it might sound really belittling, but it is. It's kind of like a oh, shame. Oh well. It's just I think it's just one of those things. <laughs> that's why yeah. I have to put it. It's like a, oh, it's a pity. <laughs> you're missing out, mate. Oh well. Uh, yeah. So, Ross, question yeah. for you. Yeah. This question came up on the last episode. Okay, what cool. do you think about ghosts? Spirits, ghosts. ghosts. Do you think they're real? <laughs> Have you ever experienced anything um, in terms of the paranormal activity around in you? In terms of paranormal? Oh, you know? okay. This is, this is something I debate. I, I love this mates. because 
uh, when we, when I was talking about it last episode, I was like, I've I've experienced some stuff, but not many other yeah. people will believe that because obviously it's yeah. about perception and and what you've yeah. seen and the evidence that you might give to you know the yeah. audience. But tell yeah. me what you think about you know this whole paranormal activity conspiracy. It, it depends on what your view of a ghost is. If you're talking about okay, so I am a I am a firm believer in science yeah and what we know and a lot of people aren't always educated on that and how it might correlate with ghosts but i'll i'll do my best to try and explain it this way um i was talking to someone they were like oh well my concept of a ghost is like you know that the old spirit of someone who's old and dead and they live in your attic and you know like they haunt the house you know yeah um and in terms of like okay the physical or spiritual embodiment of someone from the past yeah yeah scientifically cannot happen because it's based on the consciousness of your brain right the consciousness that is inside your head right when you die when you die well no so so who you are essentially your spirit right a lot of a lot of concepts seem to think it lives inside your heart that's just an organ it pumps blood around your body um scientifically the concept of a spirit if you were to live anywhere right um, is in your head because what you're essentially talking about is the voice inside your head and that's your conscience, right? Very true, yeah. When you die or when someone dies, your brain rots away. Your conscience does not escape your brain. It's It ceases to exist, right? Yeah. Um, so the concept of, of, of specifically the ghost of Christmas past, you know, or the ghost <laughs> of Prince George the Eighth, second removed cousin yeah I, it's it's i personally can't believe in that because scientifically it cannot possibly be okay. and guaranteed if someone comes to me well i had an experience where i saw something yes but did yeah. you see prince albert william whatever the hell his name is yeah the second no i no. just saw a shadowy figure okay well that can then be described and that can then maybe be explained um but even then there are some things that we just can't explain, right? No, so true. if we're talking about paranormal activity of weird shit happening, yeah. oh yeah, that happens. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Um, I, I was once at college, right, mm. and I was editing uh, a video. I was doing some video editing. I was practicing my video editing, and it was late. It was seven o'clock at night. Um, I was always the first to be there, and I was always the last to leave. Yeah, and it was seven o'clock at night, and like. I heard a light switch, click, 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 right God. to the room to my left, right? <laughs> they literally sound like a light switching on and off, right? Yeah. And the light outside of the window to my right, so the, 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 the clicking was to my left, the light was outside to the right, and it, it, it switched on and off, right? Jesus. For a brief second. <laughs> um, my hip-hop dance instructor was there at the time, and he came out, right? And he was there the whole time I saw him. He didn't go into the other room. He turned to me. He's like, did you hear that? I was like, huh? What? The clicking? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it sounded like a, like, like a clicking, like, like a, someone switching on the light. And you saw that light, right? And I was like, yeah. And he went and he was like, the issue is the switch for that light outside is nowhere near the room to where the clicking was coming from. The switch oh. for that light outside is right next to you. Oh, and I looked, my and I tested God. It, right. And it was. And the clicking was coming from the piano room and the lights in the piano room weren't coming on, but it was the clicking for the piano room's light. So he goes and he like, like, like he was super superstitious. He definitely believed in ghosts and stuff. So he went and he, he double checked. He was like, hello. And he went around the corner and he checked in the kitchen to see if anyone was messing about. It was still there. No one, not a single person was there. Right. Yeah. We checked everywhere. Um, and he was freaking out. He thought it was ghosts. And I was like, okay, um, probably just a weird faulty fuse somewhere yeah, or something like that. You know, that you one. rationalize it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like there is no perceivable way to say that was definitely a ghost and that was definitely paranormal activity. It's just, it's just like a, Oh, that was a bit creepy. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to, it's just when, when we can't explain things, we'll tend to just give it to something else. Yeah. You know? Like we'll, find we'll, an we'll answer give it away. for it. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, 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 another concept. Have I told you about the concept of uh, 
uh, 2D man in the 3D world. No, go ahead. Tell us. Tell us all. Okay. God. Okay. This is when I'm going to get absolute backlash from listeners. Oh, no. It's, it's fine. fine. Um, anyone who's, 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 who's uh, heard of this and knows that I'm explaining it wrong, please correct. Feel free to correct just me. Before, yeah. you, before you go, yeah. before you start, just to let you know, you're actually, we've got, we've just over 200 listeners. So, you know, we've got 200 people to, all right. to all sell right. this 100%. to. 100%. No, it's fine. It's fine. It is a legit thing. I'm just going to absolutely botch how I say it. Um, okay, so dimensions, right? The world that we live in, yeah? You have shapes that are one-dimensional, yep. two-dimensional, three-dimensional, and beyond that, we have no perception of, right? So um, currently right now, we live in the third-dimensional plane because the world around us, it has length, it has width, and it also has height. Everything around us is three-dimensional, yeah? And we can perceive anything that's three-dimensional or lower. So we can perceive 2D objects, something that is flat and has no height, you know, a drawing of a circle, right? While the page is that you drew the circle on is still 3D, it has height to it, the actual drawing itself, just for argument's sake, let's say it's two-dimensional, right? Um, as soon as you get into one-dimensional, that's just a point, right? So if you make a shadow of the circle you've written on the page, that becomes a point, that becomes one-dimensional, yeah? Um... The interesting thing is when you get beyond the area of what you understand, right? Into fourth dimension, fifth dimension, so on, so forth, yeah? You cannot perceive anything beyond where you're capped at. We're capped at third 3D. We're capped at that, right? We cannot possibly perceive what the fourth dimension would look like because we just don't know. We, like, like, you're adding something on top of length, width, and height, how the hell would you do that? Your brain really, if you start to think about that, you're, I can feel my brain short circuiting right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, so we'll take it, so we'll take it down a step and we won't think about the fourth dimension, right? Yeah. We'll think about a 2d man in a 3d world, right? Yeah. So imagine a flat man. Yeah. Hmm. Who only lives within the second dimension. He has no height. Yeah. Yeah. And everything he perceives is flat, has length, has width. Um, and it can also be in points in one dimension, yeah? Hmm. yeah? If something from the third dimension, yeah? yeah, Say a ball or, or a sphere or a cube or something like that were to come into his vision, yeah? Were to, were to enter itself into the second dimension, yeah? yeah? yeah. Um, he would only ever be able to perceive it as... As 2D, right? Right. Yeah, I get you. Get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred so, percent. So, Flatman, say he has uh, a sphere that we then take from the third dimension, and we then put it down right next to him on a piece of paper. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. From his perspective, in the second dimension, that three-dimensional ball would iterate itself as a circle. That appeared out of nowhere. It would come from nothing because yeah. he has no understanding of height. Yeah? He I has no that. perception of height. So that bull seemingly would just be like, like pop into image, pop into fruition, right? Become mm -hmm. a thing. And then if we were to take it away, it would disappear. It, wouldn't, it literally would not travel any further. Distance. It would just in, into the air. Yeah. Right? For this two-dimensional man, right? Yeah. That is the same thing for us as the fourth dimension. If anything from the fourth dimension was to actually enter our three-dimensional world, we would not be able to understand how it got there because we only have an understanding of height, length, and width. That is very true. Right? So paranormal, so we also can't confirm or deny whether there is a fourth dimension or not, right? But if there was, say, things that we cannot explain... I'd be very interested to figure out, and it probably will never be figured out, how many things, how many occurrences of things that you can't explain or occurrences you can't explain mm. are just because the dimensions are fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, um, it's a weird concept to think about. It's, it, it, yeah, it, so, it confuses my brain after a while. Okay, so let's say, I don't know, you're in, you're in the kitchen one night. Yeah. Let's say it's like yeah. one in the morning, you're getting a drink. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the house by yourself. 
Yeah. And you see something walking down the corridor towards yeah. you. Yeah. And then it just disappears. What would you, how would you, how would you contemplate that? Yeah. How would you explain that? How would you know what would, specifically what that is or what that was? I would, I would probably, if you're really the type of person that can't let that kind of stuff go, hmm. um, I would probably rationalize it to um, your brain. Hallucinations. Your hallucinations. Uh, not, by not, and large, I think I think the word with hallucinations starts to make people think like you're a loony. Yeah, like you're crazy, not in terms like of that way. You just see things. Your brain tricks you into seeing things. Is that what you're? Yeah, your brain tricks saying. you into seeing yeah. things that you wanted to see, right? Yeah. And I think people also really misunderestimate how strong their brains are. Powerful right? thing. Our, our our brains are capable of getting better when we're given a placebo yeah. drug. You know, if you're given something that's fake, right? It has it has no medicinal value. It is not going to make you feel better at all. But you still get given it, and you're told you have no knowledge that it's a placebo, and you're told you're going to get better. Your brain will get better. You, your brain will be yeah. like, okay, cool, flip, flip on a light. Hey, cool, you're fine, right? Yeah. And there's no reason to think of, uh, there's there's no reason to believe that it would be like, okay, this dude's freaking out about, you know. Uh, people in the house he's nervous he's by himself like yeah. basically you're going to see what you want to see I or what you've been thinking about seeing it's very that's tricky. how i would rationalize yeah it. yeah because like in my in my experiences i've actually i know it sounds crazy but yeah. i've literally laid in bed one time and i've seen this yeah. face i, I was yeah. co- completely awake right and just saw his face and his hand just wave at me past the door like putting his head like over the door frame and in, into my yeah. room and just waving. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. even a face. It was more like yeah. white. It was just a white figure. What time? What, what time of night was this? Oh, probably like half two. Two in the morning. Yeah, half two in the morning. Oh, I can explain that. I can definitely explain that for you. Oh, okay. Go on in. Okay. Um, okay. So. How, what's your sleep schedule like, Will? What do, I'm oh. your doctor now. What you sleep? <laughs> what, how many well, hours of sleep have you been getting every day, sir? Well, uh, I usually I try and get to sleep a little bit earlier, but I think mm-hmm, eleven mm-hmm. o'clock, twelve o'clock, I go to sleep. Eleven o'clock, and okay. then okay. I wake uh, up. And how many seven, hours is that? <laughs> probably like six seven? hours. <laughs> six hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to prescribe you these drugs. And, no. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay, so average of six hours, right? Yeah. Brain. Scientifically proven, we need eight hours or longer of sleep, right? To live longer, apparently. Uh, not just to live longer, but also to to your brain needs it. You, it's and no one can understand why. Hmm. Uh, researchers have tried and tried and tried to study sleep. Literally, there's an entire department for it, yeah. um, and they cannot explain why but your brain needs sleep but most importantly it needs REM sleep right so rapid eye movement um and and deep sleep right yeah um and even though that can't be explained what has been measured is the accounts or the 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 steps your brain will take in order to get sleep right yeah um so, so essentially, your brain can keep a clock. Imagine a clock. It keeps a clock of how much REM sleep you've missed out on, right? Hmm. And over a certain of time, that clock will build up and build up and build up to the point where your brain needs REM sleep so much that it physically takes it from your consciousness, right? It's like, okay, cool. If you're not going to sleep and give us REM, we are going to Take put it. you in. We are going to put you in a REM-like state, right? We're going to default you to a REM-like state so that we can get what we need, right? So you'll be conscious. That's why people will have daytime hallucinations, right? They'll be daytime dreaming and they'll be like freaking out because essentially it's like a a hood that's been pulled over your eyes of of REM sleep, right? Whilst you're awake. Um, So... And and you'll start hallucinating like you were living a dream. So you're it's like it's like having a lucid dream. You you you're conscious that you were awake, but everything is like in a dreamlike state, right? And you'll have things that are om- that would ha- that wouldn't happen to you normally, and would normally happen to you in a dream, yeah, right? Yeah. So that is, I would say, probably the m- the most logical reasoning for you. If it's, if you've been awake for a long time and you're up at half two in in the morning, 
um, and your brain just needs sleep, even if you're not tired, even if you're you're fully awake, your brain could have clocked up a counter and be like, actually, you know what? We need a bit of REM sleep. Here you go. And then you start hallucinating random stuff. That's crazy. I've never heard of this REM sleep um, thing. Yeah, you should. So, so there's a. It was a TED talk about uh, about sleep. He's asleep. Oh, actually, what was his name? This is a long time ago. Uh, TED talk about sleep. I think he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast as oh, well. Oh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I haven't watched that episode though. I should go back and watch it. What is this dude's name? Well, uh, well, you know, Matt Walker. It will so be... Matt Walker, he's a he's a he's a British scientist. Yeah. Uh, well, he's a British studier of sleep. I don't know if it counts as science, but okay. Um, <laughs> or, or whether he is, you know, like if you're a scientist, when I, when I say scientist, people think of you know like vials and, yeah. and stuff. But he <laughs> researches, he researches, and he studies sleep. Mm. Um, and he was explaining that concept in a TED talk and why sleep is so necessary. And I, he is very. He, you want someone who's engaging to talk to? You should listen to him. He's crazy. I could listen to that dude for hours. Well, I think yeah. it's not TED if, Talk if, anymore. It's uh, Ross Talks. Yeah, yeah. We need. Can you imagine? Imagine. <laughs> you should actually do that. TED Talks yeah. were coming for you. Yeah, <laughs> claiming it, Brad. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, that was a really fascinating TED Talk. It was really cool. Um, and he does a much better job of explaining it than I do. So, I think it's the better. People obviously, if you understand a lot more, you can obviously explain stuff better. Oh yeah, you know? and, and uh, obviously, if it's his career, like like voice acting, I can explain a lot about voice acting to people um, with great detail, um, and I can safely say that I know a lot about it. Yeah. Um, reiterating something that I've watched on a TED talk and then subsequently read a whole bunch of articles on, because after I see that, that's what I do. I'll see something I find really interesting, and then I'll go and I'll find articles to read about it. Because you can't believe everything you see on the internet. That's very true. Um, yeah. Fake news. And so I, I, you know, me who's nowhere near as well educated as as um, Mr. Walker and uh, his studies. You know, he does a definitely a, a better job of explaining it than I do. Right. Okay. Right. So the last section of this podcast, Ross, I've yeah. got something for you. So I want you to show your roster of accents. In many different uh-huh. situations, so like in a conversation, you know. So okay. I want you to go from maybe Irish or can you do Welsh, Australian, you know. Oh, God. Okay. British. So I can't do Welsh is difficult. All right. right. Any people from Wales out there, you have a very difficult accent to master. <laughs> and I am very jealous uh, or very envious. Um, okay. Right. So try, try your best. Do, do whatever you want to do. Just show your... Okay. Just, just, give me, I want so, you to plug your talent. Okay. Um, can you give me a scenario? Okay. Me and you walking down the street. We're going... You and I? Yeah, yeah. So we're going... Walking down... Let, let's just say... Let's just well, say like, we're like, in London, right? We're, yeah. We're going shopping and then we're after... The thing, the thing is, I can't emulate your voice, can I? Well, just ignore me, right? Just say I'm not yeah. there, right? Say, all right, let's all right, let's right. think about this way. Me talking to myself okay. in the streets of London. Okay, right. You're going down to London, right? Well, you're in London, yeah. streets of London, Oxford Circus. Yeah. You're going to go shopping and you yeah. see, do you want different clothes? And then you're like, actually, after this, we're going to go maybe to a bar and meet some friends, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, and then finally, last thing. Okay, we'll do. Let's have so. Okay, so bar scene. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, let's have three or four different accents. Let's do Irish. Yeah. Let's do South African, because I can do that. We've yeah. talked about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, let's do. Maybe I'll do a New Yorker, you know, like, come on, hey, what's up, hey, New York. Oh, um, yeah, I love that, I love that. <laughs> yeah, come on, where's the tamales at, come on. Uh, Sounds like an Italian last, New Yorker. Yeah, it's like Italian kind of, you know, don't, uh, Italian. you got to have big, you got to have, you got to have big cojones, you know what I'm saying, Will, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, last one, uh, let's do those three. Okay, three. cool. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right, let's, let's see. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Ross's Bar with his friends. 
Yeah, all right, lads. How you going? Oh, Ross. Hey, long time no see, mate. Hey, guys, do you remember? Do you remember this guy? We haven't seen him in ages. He's been stuck in the studio this whole time. Coronavirus and whatever. He never comes out to the pub, does he? Yeah, but I mean, like, we never see you no more, bro. Why don't you come through, like, to the, you know, like, have a have a jaw, have a have a nice time with us. You know, we're your friends, man. Why don't you see us anymore? You know, like, I'm, like, listen, guys, listen. Okay, you guys know I don't drink anymore. I, I, I'm. I don't mind coming out to the bar, but like, it's not really my scene. Well, what do you mean it's not your scene anymore, Ross? Like, come on. Like, we go way back to the old American days. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you believe this? Like, honestly, guys, can you honestly believe this guy right here? He's not even willing to come and see his friends during the coronavirus epidemic. Right. You know what? Just, just get out here. Get, get, go, get going. Go back to the studio where you belong, you bloody desk rat. Go on. Get out. Cheers. Bye. Yeah, all right. Oh, I love it. I love it. That was so good. That was, like <laughs> that, a was little... all, that was all. I did not script. I just ad lib. Like, if was... I were to go into a bar, what would happen that... with all my mates? Do you know, like, I actually, I was in the front seat there. I, I was literally <laughs> cap. I was captivated. It's not, it's not the most. It's not the most captivating story. There isn't blood, but death, and gore. I think and it was, stuff, think it was but... the whole like voices and and the way you were like doing it. It sounded. It's, I imagined myself. Being in the bar with you is crazy. Yeah. What you can do with your voice, you know? That was fun. I just ad lib it. It's it's great. I love um, it. I love it. I'm also I'm also quite happy I didn't have a time to write a script for that. Can you imagine oh, yeah. like just if we planned that pre before just be like, yeah. oh, yes, no. <laughs> And then right at the end right at the end, Ross, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this. Right? Okay. It's bath, not bath, right? Yeah. Bath. 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 I, I should have done. I should have done northern. I should have oh, done. Oh, you should have. No. give us a little uh, sneak peek of this northern bit, accent. North. So, but okay, people from the north are also going to get a bit triggered here because, oh, like, yeah. it's, it's it's kind of a generalized Yorkshire, right? I've, you know, I love it. Yeah, it's right. You, you're <laughs> right. This is a pretty accurate northern accent. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so. so. I, I yeah. quite like it. That's pretty I good. I think so. It's quite. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. I think it's. Still I'd probably say it's uh, West Yorkshire, not not North. Because if you're from North Yorkshire, you sound a bit like a bit like more Northern, you know. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah also, like the Geordie accent, I cannot. Put, uh, that's another one. Oh, I can't, I can't do, do that. The Geordie. Yeah, it's so hard. I, I, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> it's absolutely impossible. Um, you and it's, it's it's a bit weird. Like the Northern accent, it's a bit like it's a bit like Scottish without rolling the R's. That oh that is true. It's like you're jumping when it's you're like, talking. It's like because you know Scottish they they have the rolled you know you roll your arms you you know you can say and obviously there's a difference between you know a Glaswegian and uh, an Edinburgh you know it's a bit it's a bit different. I like to say I kind of sound like Lewis Capaldi you know when I speak Scottish. Yeah. Um. But but as soon as you go northern, you you have all the same vowel pronunciations, but but you don't roll your eyes. The eyes kind of become wider. And wider, not yeah. as well refined, you know. I love it. Right. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. It just sounds so <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know. You know. You're from the north. Yeah, the north. The north. <laughs> the king of the north. <laughs> can you do John Snow? Um, can you do? Can you do that, John I might, Snow? I might. I might not know something secret, but I definitely know others. <laughs> You know nothing, Egret, you weird northerner. We're from the we're from the north. You're not from the you're from north of the wall. E, I don't know. I don't know how Kit Harrington. Does. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I just love it. Anyway, Ross, have you got any projects that you want to plug into today's podcast? Because you know you got you got any new stuff coming out? You got any new? You know you've got your streaming that you said you was going to start. Have you got yeah. any new yeah, content so, um, you want to deliver? Yes, I do. I do always. Uh, post my voice acting content on my Instagram. Um, that's at Mr. Bentley. So at Mr. And then it's a bit confusing. It's dot underscore dot Bentley. So it kind of looks like an emoji face. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to be streaming soon on YouTube and Twitch. Um, and that's going to be under my my gaming tag, which is the Pine Weasel. Um, and and that's that's basically just a little bit more of a personal insight as to who I am my gaming expeditions um probably a bit of, of voice acting and and like behind the scenes voice acting as well we'll go into that 
Um, and it's a bit more vulnerable, a bit more intimate. But for all of my actual voice acting stuff, that'll be on Instagram. Cool, cool. So yeah. what's your, have you got a website, you know? Oh, yes, I do, actually. People can go to, I do. to contact I've been, you, I've maybe. Been, I've, been, I've been working on this website for quite some time over this, uh, this, this period. Uh, so go to Ross M. Bentley. Um, those are my first name, last name, initial in the middle. So RossMBentley.com, right? Cool. You'll find, you'll find my website, HTTPS. It's all safe. It's all secure. And it's a, it's a cracker of a website, if I say so myself. Cool. So, guys, I will actually tag Ross's Instagram and his website in my website as well. So, if you head over to www.djwillw.com as well as Ross's website, and we can get you the latest content that Ross is bringing you guys as well as that. I love it. I love it. So... Anyway, Ross, it's glad, I'm happy that you came on today. Yeah. You know, we've learned it's so sick. much about it's you. It's been absolute and banter. Do you know what? Like <laughs> absolute banter. And, yeah. you know, we would want you back in the future. So oh, of course. don't forget about us, all right? Because right. the podcast right. will be here for you anytime, yes, any day, and any month or year, whatever the occasion, we've got you back. As yes. well as that, guys. Remember, Ross Bentley is a voice actor, so don't forget to head over to his Instagram and website. He might set you up with a little voice acting, you know, content sort of video. Something for you guys. Unless you want to hire him for your animation project or film projects, you should go over there right now because, you know, he's a sick actor and, you know, his voice is the main priority. Mm -hmm. His voice is gold dust, you know, Mm -hmm. diamond and gold dust. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle it. <laughs> anyway, Sprinkle Ross, it. thank you for coming on, right. and I'll see you guys in the next episode of Chatting with Me, DJ Will W. Thank you very much. Bye bye. <laughs>